Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, Demon Fighters, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian prevents Squash from becoming a snack. Ralph throws his climbing kit. Squash fails to climb a tree, and Zoltana challenges a bear to a duel. A surprise encounter with the demon bears leave the team scrambling from their resting state to save themselves, and we see Zoltana wrestle a lava-bleeding bear in the snow. With their smallest companion struggling against the depth of the snow, they build shelter to protect themselves from the storm overnight. Where would these bears have taken Squash? What other dangers lurk in the cold? And how much further must they travel? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. of day 92 you are in a kind of a little nook you're up against um you're up against a cliff there is a kind of temporary built like ice wall that Ra managed to put together and your help to build up so you've had a restful ish night with a fire source some of you have managed to get some real sleep some of you have managed to get some real studying done some of you admired the bear head that you are now sleeping upon but this is where we find you on the morning of 92 the wind is just as bad as it was yesterday the visibility has decreased significantly. You're looking at maybe 10 feet, even for squash, of visibility. What do you want to do now? Leave. Yeah. Go. I've, I think there's like a definitely like a, a layer of, oh, I don't know what the right word for this is, and like, but that like energy of like get her done. Uh, like in the team, just like we wake up, look at each other, tired and cold and wet and just like let's just keep going let's just keep going okay ral could i make you make your morning save please 
Is that a D8? You're on a D8. If I'm on a D8, I rolled a six. Then you're perfectly fine for the day at the moment. Please be warned that because the storm has been going on for so long, despite the fairly okay night's rest you had, pretty much everything is going to be at disadvantage today. Who is taking the lead for trying to get you to where you think you need to go? Uh, same as before, Squash is leading with laughing behind uh, given directions. Okay, Squash, can I get you to make a survival check? Just a straight one. It would be a disadvantage, but you have the help of Lafian. All right. Teamwork makes dream work. Yep. And then we have Zoltana the snowplow. That's true. Well, That's Squash what I am. has a fire spell. He could just melt his way through, but whatever. But Braxton <laughs> yelled at us about that. <laughs> so what does Squash roll on his survival check? Squash rolled the 23. Yeah, I'll continue your struggle north. The snow gets pretty deep, not as deep as it was previously, but it's still getting there. It is cold through to the bone. Those extra warm layers that you're carrying, they don't seem to be doing much now, but taking them off would be an exceptionally quick way to die. I would like all of you to please make a con save at disadvantage. Yay. With the exception of Squash, because I believe that you're resistant oh, to cold. I am. Hold on. You can make it straight. Real dice. Yeah, safe, real dice. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's start from the top of my screen. Arch. Um, All right, so that's a uh, 12, if you include Zoltana's aura. I got a two on the dice. Oh, <laughs> oh fail. Ral, what did you get? I got a 15 plus the aura. 19? Nine. You succeed. Woo. Squash. Nine with aura. <laughs> oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> We're so focused on and navigation. Sultana. 17 with my aura. You succeed. For those of you who fail, you take a level of exhaustion. Boo. Okay, all right. First level exhaustion is not so bad. We're already at disadvantage. It's not so bad. We're it's already not so there. Bad. <clears throat> For everybody who failed, you take seven points of cold damage. For everyone who succeeded, you only take three points of cold damage. Does my damage resistance apply to that? Yes. I'm too fast for the cold, V. <laughs> I have too many muscles for it, V. I can't take cold damage. <laughs> uh, too many muscles for this cold. You keep making your way north, eating whatever you can, whatever, like, taking your hands out of your gloves right now is a surefire way to get fr frostbite, especially for those of you who are already suffering from exhaustion. As you keep making your way north, squashing the lead using his honed senses. Off in the distance, you see as if a chunk of land has been literally removed, like someone has shoved their hand into the earth and pulled it upwards. You notice this not only because there is some floating land ahead of you, but also in this area, far off in the distance, you can just about see it. You see that there is flame. You can see that there is heat. And you see that off in the distance, a little bit out of your way. 
It's a mirage. Is the flame in this pit? The flame seems to be, from what Squash manages to see and pick up, seems to be like a column. So anything in that area that around it may be ice and snow or falling snow, here it's turned to fire and lava and flames. Uh, Laughing's going to check his maps and try to figure out where they are. Okay, I'm going to need you to take a survival check at disadvantage. Okay. So what I thought, I'm assuming this is, is another place where the world broke when uh, the second god died. Laughing is no clue. Nat one. For a total of three. You bring out the map, but your hands are shaking so much. You are just, you cannot stop shaking enough to really make any idea where you are. You don't exactly know how far you've traveled. You haven't seen any decent landmarks because your visibility is like five to 10 feet. You have no idea where you are whatsoever. Um, Aethel, yes. do you think Squash would make that deduction? I think so. Like, um, Squash understands that. Um... When the second god... There are only two gods dead, right? I think there are three. Oh, boy. This Maybe is the th- four. Uh, yeah, I think Squash is just kind of staring at it and then just kind of quietly goes like, <clears throat> another place where the world breaks. I'm not really sh- sure where where we are. It, it's too fucking cold. I, I can't look at the maps properly. I, I don't know where we are. This wouldn't be on the maps. This is probably from when uh, uh, the last god died, so... I should still be able to approximate where we are, though. We're also going to, like, tippy-toes forward and kind of scout around this thing so that we could... so that he can see if we could, like, you know... Raw, l- look for a Any look warp for a cave. from this or something? <laughs> look <laughs> for a cave entry. Okay, um... If you're trying to look for like a safe haven in a place that is raining some fire, the snow is mostly melted away. Mm-hmm. There appears to be lava falling off mm-hmm. of this island, which is floating in the air. Um, I'm going to need you to take an investigation check for me, please. <laughs> you did this, V. You did this. Um, Disadvantage on everything. I rolled a two. <laughs> On a two, you kind of tiptoe to the edge of like the crater. As I said, it looks like someone's literally scooped a piece of the earth out and, and shoved it a couple of feet up in the air. You kind of look down there, but like the difference between like you've kind of gone a little bit snow blind. You can't, you can only really see darkness under there. You can tell that there is some of this lava that's dropping down and it seems to be going down, down, down. There is no bottom to this that you can see. You can just see darkness around it and a little bit of illumination from the lava, but that's really it. There is something down there. That's what you gain, glean, um, glean even from your two. Hmm. But it's like far. It's pretty far. <laughs> pretty far. Just in case, Laughing is going to switch his focus over to uh, the fire focus, which gives him resistance to fire damage. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Smart move. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fine. None of his other focuses really matter right now. <laughs> uh yeah so this is this is what Rao discovers this is what like i'm gonna say you can see Rao because of the light and the fact that Rao is i think still wearing his bright yellow winter mm-hmm. gear yeah. so like you can you can see him and it's easy to get back to the others if not they can whistle for you or whatever works so yeah 
you all now have this information. What do you want to do? Rawls yelling, which I'm not really going to do in my house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do it, coward. <laughs> do it, coward. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. This coming the from the person who yells, fuck you, and brings out the holy thunder at the top of your voice. Exactly. That's why I can say it. I don't know why I'm being a bully today, and I apologize. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll just ask do we have to cross this? You can go around it. We can go around it. That is a clear option. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. it's about, I don't know, how, how do I do this? Uh, it's about 300 feet roughly diameter. I don't know. That's... It's, a, it's a big amount, but you would have to go around it. Hmm. You could go through it. That's an option. No. Or into it. That's also an option. I can't see across it. Or you can try and climb it. up onto the island. That is also an option. Can I see across it? I don't know. I, uh, I need y'all to come over here. If you here. get to the very edge, like Ral did, you could see like how far like across it is. But beyond that, it's just snow and ice, um, and visibility is just zero. You can't see anything beyond this. You can absolutely bypass this. Yeah, I I, I can't see the other side first to be able to teleport across. Uh, we we'll just keep moving. Just have to go around, I guess. Yeah, keep moving. Fuck this cold. Um, Laffian's just because he's he's frustrated. He doesn't like the cold. Ross gonna ask Laffian. Aren't we supposed to be going underground anyways? We're we're supposed to be finding a cave, but but I'm not. Raw looks down into the earth. <laughs> no, <laughs> Is not this. this not how caves of... all do. <laughs> this I d- I don't. This was not part of my my charts. Um. Hold on, let me let me try to get a little bit warmer and maybe I can take another look. Squash um, is gonna control flames around uh uh Lafian's <laughs> hands to try to get him to shake a little less. I I okay. <laughs> it's just extra warmth just to try to keep some of the frost by the way. Just be very careful with the maps. Yes, yes, with your charts, I know. Okay. He's gonna try to reference again and look over the maps. Um, he's going to switch uh, his focus over mm-hmm. so that it's on the calligraphy uh, tools. Okay, so uh, can... I will give you one more shot at looking at the maps. Uh, if you keep looking, it's basically just going to give you the same information. I'll give you like one more shot because Squash is helping out. You can make the roll flat. Okay. Teamwork uh, is dreamwork. Survival? <laughs> yes, please. 15. On a 15, you can... Again, you're not really 100% sure, but now that the map isn't shaking so violently, you begin to like count things and use check things with Squash, who's, I'm going to say, close by since you're controlling Flamer on him. Uh, <laughs> as you two are looking over this map and trying to figure out how far you've travelled and how fast you've travelled, you probably reckon you're about a day and a bit away from the waterfall. You haven't travelled quite as far as you'd wanted to. Okay. This, and this area, there's nothing absolutely at all on the maps. This is all new here. This this definitely isn't what we're looking for. By my estimations, we should be about maybe a day, day and a bit away from where we need to be going. At which point then we need to get moving. Time is of the essence. <sighs> let's, <clears throat> let's keep moving. Uh, Rawl is going to, <laughs> without y'all seeing, hopefully, um, 
try to change his belt from acid to cold. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say you could have done that the night before. Like, I can say you could have done that. That's fine. Absolutely no problem. It's cold balance. (laughs) You don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, but you're more of a danger to yourself than the environment ever was. Look, I'll just be calm. The devil you know versus the devil you don't know. It's always well, like that. Well, I'm going to say that even though you got a 13 on your sleight of hand, Squash will probably always going to be able to see you because <sighs> fucking Squash is bullshit, observant bullshit, bullshit. Uh, like, he'll probably see, but it's up my, to the others if you want to. My passive perception is 17. Ooh. Then you can absolutely have seen this as well. <laughs> yeah, Raw has Some a bunch of If you want to try and see Raul change himself from <laughs> resistant to acid, and he doesn't know how to, to use gold. magic things very much. He didn't. He just saw everyone do it, so he's gonna have to like figure out what is the cold on this thing. He's gonna have to like find the time to Raul. It's the one with the snowflake belt. on it. Snowflake, well, uh, snowflake. But Raul hasn't oh, ever had to like examine this to figure change out how to it. use it. Y'all just like put it on him and said, "There you go." <laughs> Slapped him on the back. <laughs> Keep it on acid. Don't ever change it. Yeah. Okay. All right. You have changed it to cold. Uh, It's up to the rest of you three if you decide if you want to chastise Ral or not. Okay. Too cold for that. Yeah, too cold to argue with him right now. You keep going north. You keep heading in the direction that you know you are trying to go as quickly as you are able to. The night begins to draw in. I summon a fire elemental. The snow is getting a little... <laughs> I'm not kidding. As soon as the sun starts to set, Laffian calls out a fucking fire elemental and is, like, as close as possible <laughs> hugging this fucking thing and having it plow ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. So, with the summoning of the fire elemental, as you kind of bring this being into existence from wherever it may have been before, um, it appears next to you Surprise, and... Surprise, buddy. This time it's for cuddles. <laughs> your lucky day (laughs) no fighting only cuddles um as you bring this being into existence your visibility does increase a little bit um along with the storm that i was about to describe as slowing down a little bit (laughs) um it does still get cold but your fire elemental body if the four of you position yourselves around them correctly you can keep warm um you are able to not be completely frostbitten off the visibility helps massively, actually, because this is going to be even worse than you may have suspected. Okay. As you keep walking forward and there's nothing but darkness in front of you, you walk forward and this grey darkness doesn't shrink away. And as you get closer to it, you realise that you are facing a cliff. But your limited visibility, but thank you to the fire elemental, you can see it goes off in a significant distance off to your left and to your right. And it goes up so tall that even the additional light from your elemental doesn't help you to see the top. Does this seem like where the waterfall should be? Uh, No, you're still a little distance away from that. Uh, But it looks like a fine place to hunker down. Yeah, I guess... That's the best we can do for now. We'll have to try to skip it tomorrow, I guess. Unless you'd rather do it now while we're still... still able. Uh-huh. Lest we be assaulted during the night. Is the wind going to be awful on top of this thing? The wind is awful here. 
Ah. If you were to take cover, inverted commas, the wind will be at your face. Fine voice in the sky who explains to me how bad my idea is. <laughs> I'm just explaining the wind conditions. Let's try climbing it then. Fine. I, I can't Fine. really get a good view of the top and I don't want to risk teleporting. Right. <coughs> I'll get some rope and go. And Raw runs up. Can't. <laughs> Hold Can't on, Raw, not- we need to tie it to you first. <laughs> No, don't pull it yet. I'm going to secure it when I get to the top. Okay. <laughs> How long is your rope? Damn, have- I should have. <laughs> we have a bunch of rope. If need be, we'll tie it together. Should have measured. Uh huh. How much rope do you have? I have fifty feet. I have whatever, whatever the beginning amount of rope Braxton is. Braxton literally yelled at us. We have rope. climbing kit uh-huh. rope is all I have. I don't have extra climbing kit rope. That would be fifty then. Yeah, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely having flashbacks to you guys mocking me during the "Don't Let It Drag On" game. <laughs> uh-huh. for, fucking, yeah. for fucking up your character sheets, I am genuinely having flashbacks. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, so all of you have rope slash climbing kit written on your character sheets. Um, <laughs> uh, even do. if you don't have it written, we have them. We bought them. <laughs> I have climbing gear. Them. Climbing gear on my character sheet. We also have the Perfect. ice picks. I don't have. You that also on my... do have the ice picks. I do have. I do have one bear ration and one bear skull. <laughs> No, we're not. So. Okay. <laughs> At the start of this process, okay. V told me to throw away my bear rations. I also have. Mm-hmm. I also have smelling shit, and then in parentheses, empty. Oh. Empty description yep. bigger than Cadence. <laughs> nice. I just. I remember I just made when you did that. <laughs> I remember when you wrote that. Okay. How long has it been? Rob. Eight, two years? Two, two and a half years. Three years of this podcast? Three still years, funny. Three and a half years almost. Still funny. Um, who knew when you wrote that down three and a half years, we'd still be laughing our asses about it now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, you, are you asking everyone to tie their ropes together? Basically, I want to know if you're going to be climbing up so far that when you hit the 100 feet up that there is like they have to yell at you to stop and tie more rope on. Whether if you only go 50 feet up, you have 150 feet of rope sitting on the ground. What are you? Yeah, and he's going to start with his rope and kind of run up it and see how it's feeling and trust that someone might see that it might run out and tie their rope to it. He's putting okay. his rope um, on the ground so they can tie things to it as I yeah, start. It would be under, it would be understandable in these situations that you would be climbing even slowly, even though you can just run up <laughs> stuff. This is still a particularly shitty set of circumstances. Like running up is an exaggeration, but you will be climbing pretty quick. Um so yeah, there would be time for them to tie the rope up. Y'all could do that and I'll allow you to do that up to each person who has rope. You begin the climb. Can I please have you make an athletics check at advantage, please? That's just bearing in mind all your stupid shit. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Advantage. <laughs> no. Uh, it's a three. <laughs> Can I give Neil my inspiration? Yes, 
you can. <laughs> what? Okay, I only have one inspiration. <laughs> Rawl, please, for the love of God, we need this. All right. Love for Zoltana. All right, thank you. Yeah, l- excuse me. <laughs> excuse I'm God. You? you get to roll once more, not twice more. You're not my God. Yeah, I've put it on normal. Should be. I don't know why I'm, I don't know no, why yeah. I'm not. I'm not a vengeful person. Ooh. Uh, 12. Better. It's a plus zero okay. to... Athletics. That's fine. Ugh. You're not falling down this mountain, and that's basically why <laughs> you're going to get below a ten. You're going to fall back down and have to start again. Uh, but no, like twelve is significant just to stay on, considering all of your bullshit monk abilities. Um, my belt to falling damage. Pop. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> you don't need it. You have slow fall. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the rapists themselves you're will right. catch you. <laughs> you're right, V. <laughs> you give no fucks about falling damage. I just um, imagine Rolf you- falls off the top, just. And it's just very slow scream as he falls. Ah! And then <laughs> like just a lands. falling. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> okay, on a 12, you begin to make your way up. There are a couple of significant slips, and everyone on the ground, like when he's out of your sight range, about 15 feet or something, you just see the rope, just a good portion of just like slip down. You're like, holy crap, but it regains itself, and he begins his climb back up again. About 50, 55 feet up, Raoul. You feel like a slight tugging as the others begin to tie the rope onto yours. A little bit further, maybe 10 more feet up, you're about 60, 65 feet now. You find a ledge and as you pull yourself up onto it, you realise that you can stand on it. And this kind of ledge, this shelter extends back into the cave, sorry, into the cliff itself and bends. So you can't quite see the end of it. What do you want to do? I am going to, how do I find, okay. I need to find something to secure this rope to. Is there any... Anything? In your climbing kit, you should have, like, the pittens and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to set up, like, a series of that <laughs> so that <laughs> I can be super sure. Because Rawl isn't, like, a climbing scientist by any means. I can walk up walls now. <laughs> climbing Don't give gear. a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you can definitely set them up in here. Um, as you kind of go into, like, or the edge or wherever it is, and you can see a little bit closer into this cave, the cave comes to a stop um, as you kind of look around the corner on it, but it is at least sheltered. It doesn't appear to be going back anywhere, and at a very casual glance, it's just an empty cave. Okay. Well, that's, I mean... Not ominous <sighs> at all. No bears in here. <laughs> Yeah, no normal bears. This certainly isn't where anything lives. <laughs> Just me. Nah. Nah. <laughs> All Just right. you. You have secured the rope. How are you letting Ooh. them know that they are to climb up? Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna send Tio down it, but like, like <laughs> sliding down the rope in a cute little way. Fireman slide, just yeah. <laughs> Tio, yeah. Tio fireman slides down the rope, but it's more of a graceful glide, like using the <laughs> rope to pull themselves down a little quicker. Um, yeah, the three of you, sorry, the four of you, including your fire elemental, also like see this. You see like Tio appear at the bottom of the rope, um, and they kind of like look at you and they they do the thing where they flap their wings a few times and scrunch their nose up at you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I have to check something on the fire elemental. Will it burn rope? I think so. I'm pretty sure it's anything it touches, but I might be wrong. Uh, It says a creature. Does it not have, like, sets everything on fire that it touches effect? An aura of burning damage? I mean, it has a touch melee attack. Well, it seems like if it touches something, then... (laughs) 
I feel like if, well, no. So an elemental flame would have control over their own flame. So in theory, you could test it, just get it to grab hold of something flammable and see if it chooses to set it on fire or not. Yeah, laughing. I'll just take out, take out a dagger and cut off like a little piece of like rope off the bottom, just like a few inches, uh-huh. and just for testing, say just hold this. Um, you see, it's like like enormous hands shrink down enough so that it can actually receive the tiny piece of rope, and it closes its hand around it and opens up again. You can see that there is concentration on its face, but it is not setting this on fire. Oh, good. All right, good. Good to know. No fighting. Only only warmth. All right, let's climb up, shall we? Don't burn the rope, okay. please. Can I have uh, the three of you please make um, athletics checks? Completely flat, no advantage, no disadvantage, because you have the assistance from Rao's rope. I'm fucked. <laughs> Utterly fucked. Oh, god damn it. Athletics? <laughs> <laughs> yes, athletics, please. Wow. How? Wow. How? How? <laughs> How? Amazing. How did you get what the role I should have gotten? I have literally got a plus five to I athletic. can't get knocked down. I got too many muscles for that. <laughs> you, I you. thought about it too hard. Fuck, fuck you. My brain is my best muscle. the bear that you rode in on. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, Laffian, what did you get? 17. I'm very mad at Squash, you. Squash, what did you get? 10. And Sultana, what did you get? Oh, I got a nine. <laughs> I got oh, wait, I have to make, okay, the I have to make lowest, elemental roll, the, huh? The most athletic person on this team managed to get the lowest fucking score. Okay, um, Squash and Sultana, can I have each of you roll D4s, please? Yes. No. This is how far up the rope you got before you slipped and fell. Oh, so I want to roll low. Yeah, you want to roll a three. Well, we both rolled the three. Oh my god, yo. All right, then I've got to roll the say damage for both high of you. Five, high five across the Atlantic. Ready? Whoosh. This is why you fell off the rope, Boom. you high five. We hit, hit, hit Squash and Sultana. We're like climbing up and they were like, yeah, we're doing so good. Um, each of you are climbing up. Um, whatever hilarious scenario you want to set up, Laffian is at the top because I can't be dealing with that. As a pair of you are climbing up, um, one of you slips and takes the other out and you both go tumbling to the ground and you both receive seven points of bludgeoning damage. I think it's got to be me that slipped because I got the lower score. So I think what happened is that I went to reach for something <laughs> and I, I, uh, the bear head got caught on like on something on the cliff. <laughs> And I went to go tug it off, and I got it off. But as I I got the bear head free of the cliff face, uh, I fell on squash, and I am definitely too heavy to be on squash on a rope. Uh, so then we both came down. Okay, I had to incorporate the bear into it. My new favorite thing that I own. Cartoon <laughs> that style. Is there exactly is this autonomous shaped hole in the uh, the ground. One, yeah, with like a squash, like comically arms out either side. Um, <laughs> So you were both like about th- about 40 feet up uh, because you rolled a three. That means you were 3d6. You had to be about 40 feet up. As the pair of you got up to there, you slipped and that's that's how much damage you took. Laffy and you kind of look down and see see like Zoltana and Squash just disappearing out of your view. And then you hear oof at the bottom. <laughs> and, then, and then you see Zoltana set up out of the Zoltana shape hole in the snow and go... <laughs> Hey, where's a uh, where's squash? <laughs> Just squash it underneath. <laughs> oh God! Okay, sorry. 
<laughs> Tio sitting like on his hind legs, just staring uh, at the pair of you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. You okay, there, Lenny? Uh, can we? I don't know how to climb ropes. I don't know how to do anything anymore. Yeah. How do? How do we? How do we trap Daisy, but we can't climb ropes? <laughs> well, there's there's a really big difference between climbing something and fighting something. Uh, you, when when you're old enough, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, I'm gonna start climbing, and yeah, you go you first this time. A, yeah, give me a little head start. <laughs> I'm gonna lift lift squash up. So that he's even got a further head start. Thank, thank, thank you. Oh, five foot, one full foot, whatever. Thank you. Okay, Squash, can I have you make an athletics check, please? I don't know if I'm going to laugh or cry. <laughs> Squash is being to breakdown right now. Uh, you're so mean. I want to laugh. You're so adorable. I know that I want to laugh. That's a 12. You make it up the rope. What the hell is the check? 11? <laughs> Uh, you see a very cold, shivering, possibly broken halfling <laughs> make his way into the cave. Uh, <laughs> I'm around. Uh. All right, Zoltana, hit us up with another athletics roll, please. Okay. Let's do this shit. You've got this. Fucking don't. Let's, let's, let's try it again, though. Eleven. <laughs> Who's at the top of the rope? Raw I'm telling Squash. Raw just like conversating with Squash, like, wow, climbing is easy, huh? This was not that. <laughs> um, you see, like this dwarf, uh, dwarven hand, put the hand on the side of the uh, on the flat, and you see them beginning to pull themselves up, but you also see them slipping back as you hear, "Oh no, not again!" <laughs> no, no, you no. get that feeling. Um, any one of you, please make a strength saving throw, just to grab hold of Zoltana and pull her up, otherwise she's gonna fall. Oh boy! Disadvantage. Uh, yes, because cold and Zoltana is a little bit heavier than the rest of you, apart from probably Ra. Oh no! Bye, Ra. Uh, it's-, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nine. Anyone else want to help? <laughs> I would like to, but you said only one of us. Are you amending the terms? Uh, I don't know if I would have said Ral down I am altering the deal shit. pray I do not alter it further I mean you can it's not thinking. dangerous for Ral alright I grab onto Ral's tail look I had a plus 7 to that roll I had a plus seven. Oh, hold on it's a saving throw I can re-roll it yeah. with a key point because oh, I'm okay. <laughs> meme yes yes please <laughs> Okay. go ahead Ral uh, I still re-roll it to Spanish. okay yes I have a plus seven, y'all. I thought that I could do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you rolled a 17 and a two. Now I rolled a dirty 20. <laughs> Much better. Um, you grab hold of Zoltana's wrist as she's beginning to sl- um, slide off. And then you realize that your own hand, like the grip you had, is just not strong enough. And you throw your other arm down and grab like much, much closer to her shoulder. And you basically pull her up into the cave. Um, no more falling damage taken. The four of you have made it to this, like, level, this layer. Um, are you asking your flame elemental friend buddy to come join you? Yes. Yes. Uh, your flame elemental buddy. Um, you see that, you see, like, 
as you kind of like like mentally command as this thing begins to climb the rope and you guys are just kind of like looking out into the snow that is falling quite heavily the wind which is like whipping against your face um you just see just very slowly ascending you just see Tio first of all and then you see that it's sitting on the shoulders of the flame elemental as the pair of them make their way into the cave <sighs> what do you want to do now do you want to keep climbing um, this isn't exactly what we kind of needed to go all the way up, Rawl, but uh, maybe this is a good place to camp then. Um, did you scout the, how far in does this go? Well, there's no guarantee that if we leave the cave, we find another one before we need to rest again. So we rest in the cold or we rest in the cave. Cave, what cave? Okay, well, maybe cave. we should make sure we're the only ones here first. We're all like gathering up all of our rope. <laughs> yeah, especially while I've got my uh, <laughs> elemental here. Okay. Um, y'all can check out the cave. Um, it's not particularly big. Um, it goes back like at a bit of an angle, so it's not directly affected by the winds. Um, it goes back about 30, 35 feet. It's uh, about you know 20 feet wide. It's not particularly big, but it is a definite place we could set up comfortably everybody lay down like you may be a little you won't have to sleep as close as you did last night um or any of the other nights in the fucking cold you get a little bit of room right now um your flame elemental can take the position of the bonfire or like cuddle buddy then he will be a very ineffective bonfire for the night <laughs> but yeah this at a glance, this place looks totally fine. Um, it's made of the same um, material, the same rock as the rest of the cliff, which just appears to be this very dark grey granite colour. Laughing's doing a thorough search. Then I will require you to please make an investigation check. Okay. Squash would like to do the same. Because Squash does not. You may both trust make this. investigation checks. I do Is not trust pre- this place. As long as we're not out in the cold and it's sort of warm in here. And we might be staying, and we might be scared. We're all going to change this thing to acid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, character. <laughs> you trying to do that subtly without anyone noticing again? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh dead boy, dead boy. <laughs> Take that, squash. Ooh. All okay, right. so uh, apart from like, <laughs> oh. so what did you two get in your investigation checks? I got a twenty-four. I got a 27. Ooh, please, please play for like fanfare music. Okay. On your 27 investigation of the cave, you notice that as you kind of like, actually to be fair, you would notice on the 24 as well, but we'll give this one to Laughing since you got the higher roll. Um, as you begin to investigate <laughs> the back of the cave, like it looks fairly solid and then you touch it and your hand just passes through the wall. Oh. Oh no. That's okay. not how walls are As soon as that happens, Lafian like stops, slowly pulls his hand back, and then just turns to the others and uh, telepathically to everyone says, This is a fake wall here. Don't make any noise. There could be something beyond this. I don't know. We maybe haven't been spotted. Squash, Rawl, can you? Very quietly. Very quietly. Sneaky, sneaky. Very fucking quiet. Uh, Rawl walks into the wrong wall and hurts his nose. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Where is it? Oh, right, right, oh, buddy. Right, right here. <laughs> the wall he's standing next to, not just your wall, one. his wall. Well, he didn't really measure, did he? No, but he's standing <laughs> next to a wall. I thought maybe it was more wall, more walls. That wall is, that that wall is real. <laughs> I'm gonna bash your head against the wall okay, if you don't sir, go in the fucking queen. Someone tell me what is going on. <laughs> Ral is trying. Ral is walking through the fake wall. Asquas is coming with them, and we're both doing it quietly. <laughs> okay, then I both I need both you to make sneak uh, stealth checks, please. Disadvantage or? Yes, please. All right. Hey, hey. thirteen, twenty-five. Ral, you're not quite as sneaky as you meant to be, since you probably broke your nose on the wall. <laughs> um, but squash. Kind of as soon as you walk through the wall, so far as anyone is concerned, you're out of sight. Nobody can see you whatsoever. Nobody exist. can even hear you. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Out of the views of gods themselves. No, that's a 35. Um, as you go through here, the pair of you see that just ahead of you, there is a slightly bigger cave. There are... Yeah. You see a slightly bigger cave. There is what looks like a broken down fire spit. You know, the kind of thing you cook food on above a fire that has broken and collapsed you can see the metal you can see the wood itself has been preserved it's been here for a while against the walls you can see that there are two chests um they are both made of a heavy wood one of them has collapsed completely in on itself and you can see that there are cloth and what looks like the remains of dead animals like rats or like birds or whatever carrion has basically come here to take advantage of whatever edible things were here there is a thick layer of dust across everything. The chest that still stands has that, and Squash would know, kind of magical feel about it. It hasn't degraded so much. It does have a thick layer of dust that seems to float a little bit on the surface. It is locked with a heavy, heavy duty um, lock. You can also see that there are two degraded bedrolls here. And within them, you can see tiny little mounds of something contained within it um you can see the remains of skulls but you can't see the rest of the bodies as they are within the uh bedrolls themselves you can also see two packs uh which seems to still have stuff in them but again heavily degraded there's like critters and stuff like that they're alive or did you say they were dead they're dead they are super dead all right they appear to have gotten at the packs and the one chest that has been broken down. Mm-hmm. They appear to have gotten into that, but like their corpses are strewn around. Did I catch correctly that this was kind of a tunnel that seemed to have collapsed? Uh, nope, it's just an extension of the tunnel. Okay, okay. then I then I made shit up. Uh, yes, but you do that in this podcast. Uh, Ross going to reach his hand back through the wall and kind of do the come here. Thing with his finger and slowly make his way over to the like chest with the dead stuff around it. He wants to see like what has killed these things and why like why all these things are dead here. Um, Does Squash not have detect magic? I don't know. It's I, something you might be able to learn if you studied. I, I did until that faded. Oh, I'm an idiot. I need to I need to learn detect magic. Alright. Um, in that case, uh, Ral, I need you to make a survival check, please, or a nature check, 
or anything you think you could argue as to figure out as to why these things are dead. Um, all you really see are like the skeletal remains and maybe like some petrified remains, like from the cold. I think cold does that, right? Uh, like things don't deteriorate in the cold because there's no bacteria that really lives in it. Yeah, it'll just be petrified. Um, you can make this uh, check straight since it's like a knowledge check versus like a physical check. Yeah, I don't think I can inside them. <laughs> so, no. yeah. All my rolls are kind of the same at that point then. So, survival. That's a 10. All you see are basically small critters that are just dead, and they've probably been dead for a little while. Um, the cold has basically preserve their remains the similar to the way that it's preserved the remains that are in the body bag sorry in the body bags that are in the sleeping bags okay B. <laughs> in the body bags that's not what i meant to say i mean but you're not wrong it? though but isn't it i'm not wrong but that's not what i meant to say <laughs> uh yeah you can't tell a definite source of their death but you can tell the cold has preserved them so they could have been dead for a very 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 long time or, you know, six days ago. I'm going to start rubbishing through the broken things over here. Kind of just... Okay. I'm going to step in. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, again, you see one magical chest, all the others are just falling apart. Um, going through the chest of broken things, uh, the chest that has basically fallen apart, you can see that there is clearly damage from some of these critters as they've taken bits of it out. Some of this wood has just naturally deteriorated. Um you can also see that some things in here have rusted. Most of the things in here are broken. They're destroyed. But you do see extra usable rope if you didn't have any. It's about another 100 feet of this like good climbing rope. You can also see um, extra climbing gear, which hasn't completely rotted away. So anything y'all might be missing, like pythons or anything like that, you can replace them with what is in here. Most of you can get them to work. They're old fashioned, but you could get them to work. There is cloth here, but that again has deteriorated a little bit. Um, it's kind of thin and worn in patches. Um, some of this has been destroyed um, as critters have clearly made their nest in some of this clothing. The destroyed chest, you could find some supplies. Ask if you want anything in particular, but mostly this is just trash. Okay. I will collect the rope and stuff from it. The antique okay, pittance that, that I will sell because if I remember correctly, the the not special ones were like thirty gold or something ridiculous. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think climbing kit is quite expensive. So yeah, um, this is expensive. Safety. Squash is gonna like search around uh, this like magical wall thingy. Uh, mm -hmm. would I know if that kind of stuff needs recharging? If it's like a one and gone, like surely this is like ha having this be a permanent spell would require some power. I require you to make an arcana check. But you won't give me proficiency in it. Ask, ask me. I'm proficient. I'm proficient. Uh, Lafian, I am dumb and you're big brain man. Why magic <laughs> not go boom? <laughs> Oh no! I, Squash is too cold for this shit. <laughs> I got the five. That was the best thing that you've ever said. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, let, let me. Why magic? Sorry. Let me take a look. Just give me one second. I'm. I'm. The cold's getting to me. Uh. So Laffian's gonna uh give himself brain coffee. 
Okay. Uh, throwback to, you know, the last time we climbed a fucking uh, frozen mm-hmm, bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to spend seven side points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to give myself Good. brain coffee to get rid of my exhaustion. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, you basically see Lafian just like that cold shivering. He's still cold, still shivering, but you can see the clarity in his eyes. They're not like disjointed. They're not looking everywhere, misted over with, oh my God, I want to sleep. It you tastes don't see like pumpkin so spice uh, because psionic yep, powers, I can flavor it how I like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> also, I use my bonus action to heal myself. If we have divine myself. flavor, we can have psychic flavor. It's totally fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so Arcana check, please. All right. Arcana check. Straight roll, yeah? Oh my God. V? Yeah. When do I get to just use dice for everything? Uh, when we find a better platform, then roll 20. <laughs> Over my cold well, bed, buddy. <laughs> that's a nat one uh, for a total of 11. I can't tech. It's nat ones don't exist for ability checks, technically, but it's an they 11. <sighs> it is, however, still only an 11. Um, yeah, you don't really know. I mean, you may have heard. Luck point. I- yep, you can yes. that one. This is why I'm I took the feet. 27. This is why I took the feet. 11, 11, 11. Dirty 20. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> On a dirty 20, there are some spells that if you cast frequently enough that they do become permanent. You do know this. You've never heard of it being applied to an illusion before, but then there are some things about magic that you don't know that are just like, they're people who know magic will know how to do this. I read um, books. But I yes, don't do you magic. Know this could be a thing. Yeah. Um, you know the theory of magic without the practical knowledge of magic. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you have, you have, you know that something like this could be possible. You didn't think it'd be possible with an illusion, but the illusion speaks for itself. It, this is, it. It's not unheard of to cast spells often enough that it would become permanent. I've not heard of it being done for illusion spells, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. Um, I guess this must have been done a while ago, though, based on what I'm seeing around this room here. Okay, I'm going to do a quick one over off this side of the cave, and then we're starting a fire, because fuck this. Let's Uh, just make sure there's nothing that's going to kill us in our sleep first. That's exactly what Squash is planning to do. Uh, Laughing will help. Yeah, Two dead things, don't know what you're worried about. Nothing at all. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that's tipping us off. Lafayette's helping Squash because he doesn't trust him after the bear bullshit. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, Actually, no, you wouldn't know that. All you would have woken up to was seeing Squash flying through the air. Like, that's (laughs) all any of you would be aware of is a bear going batshit over the fact that Squash has flown through the air. You don't know that he stood there with a knife trying to face down a bear. (laughs) Lafayette is well aware that something sneaking up on Squash is a pipe dream. (laughs) (laughs) Let okay. alone, right, I'll allow that. Let uh, alone it getting close that. enough to put him in its mouth. <laughs> That's a really good point. You didn't see it in his mouth. But La- yes, Lafayette, I would take your reasoning. Okay, some um, bullshit went down. There was yep. too many bears for you to not have noticed one of them. <laughs> Squash has too many eye muscles. Too many eye muscles for that. <laughs> All right. Okay, Um. in that case, can I have the pair of you make an investigation check and tell me what you're looking at? what you are specifically going through. Um, whoever wants to do it, you can either roll um, disadvantage both of you or one of you can roll f- straight. Like, it's entirely up to you. 
uh, I'm happy doing disadvantage because uh, my uh, skilled feet thingy is going to always push it up real high. Dis- yeah, let's just go separate. <laughs> All right. Separate disadvantage okay. rolls. Right. What are you both looking at? I think Squash is wondering about the corpses. Okay. Uh, Laughing is checking the walls, the ceiling, the floor. He's looking for any more hidey holes. Okay, yeah. All right, go for it. Make your rolls. 23. <laughs> <laughs> well! <laughs> I heard that well through the wind, through the wall. <laughs> All right, uh, let's the do with Laffian first. The one thing I can first. keep up with you on. Laffian. Hi. What a, did you roll? It's a 25. Okay. On a 25, as you begin to investigate the rest of this cave, um, as you kind of look at the walls and you look at the ceiling, you look at the ground, um, none of them are fake. None of them seem to be harboring poison. Um, none of them are going to like attack you in the night. There's going to be no like fungal infection. None of that bullshit here. The walls are in the ceiling and the floor are as they appear. They are granite. However, on your 25, you would notice that the way that this cave is set up, the way that the entirety of this cave is set up, it's not naturally forming. Something has created this, and you would suspect it would probably be magic because there are no tool marks on the wall. Hmm. This cave was created. All right. Squash, looking at the corpses, what did he get? 23. Are you looking at the corpses alone, or are you looking at their belongings as well? I would assume that my primary focus is to figure out how the corpses died. The people died okay. and became corpses. Uh, and <laughs> from that, he's like trying to like trace or understand what killed them. That's my primary goal. I'll loot them once I know there's nothing trying to kill me. <laughs> okay. All right. Looking primarily at how they died, um, you kind of grit your teeth and you do the having to open the things up, they are preserved. They are very, very well preserved. They could have been asleep for, you know, sorry, they could have been passed away a week ago. They could have passed away thousand years ago. Just how the cold works. As you look at them, you can tell that one of them, um, from what Laffian described as the Tingurun of the seal-like people, these are clearly them. But they, you know, they have all the markings of that. You can see some of the whiskers. You can see some of the fur. You notice that one of them has a broken leg and it hasn't been looked after or taken care of particularly well. You can tell that the other has a cracked and broken chest. Um, You can just see and feel the ribs are broken. Um, They've both suffered trauma. They've both suffered some sort of fight. But looking at the kind of dark stains, you could probably tell that they either died of infection or they died from bleeding out. Um, They obviously fought something fairly recently recently to their death not like yep, yep. a minute ago <laughs> um that's what you figured about about how the way that they died um what was the other thing that you were asking about uh well you said there was like a bunch of dead animals in there le- too uh, rats and uh stuff. not in the sleeping bags but yeah no 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 uh like i, I guess squash like first wonders about the people and clearly they f- they fought or had something fall on them that might have killed them so, mm-hmm. uh, like, I cannot do anything with that information because uh, people move. So, like, whatever Correct. killed them yeah. could have been in there I'm, or I'm going to say that you, from from your various investigations and, like, looking through the stuff, like, they, they didn't receive the injuries here. Yeah. Uh, then I think Squash is wondering what the hell killed all the rats. 
Um, from just like glancing over, like between that and what Raoul has like picking one up and like, what the hell is this? They probably doubt from now malnutrition. Ah, just no food. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. I think it's safe in here. I agree. It seems like this is a safe enough cave. If we sleep in here with the illusion, we should be safe for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm starting a fire now. Uh, and Squash is going to gather some uh, firewood from our fire backpacks. elemental yep. just walks over. Rollick's inconspicuous <laughs> as acid is on the lock behind him on the <laughs> chest that wasn't busted. We were going to get to that after uh, the fire. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Guess that while Lafian... <laughs> Yeah, Lafian and um and Squash, it. like you're in the process of making a fire, etc. Ral I- I'm gonna say that because it's it's interesting to me that other people are making a fire and you're spitting on a chest. Uh Zoltana, yeah. what are you up to? Um Turning in with Ral. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not spit. spitting I'm not Wished spitting on me. a chest, that's for sure. I got other <laughs> shit to do. Mischief. Um I'm gonna call my doggy and have some bonding time. Throw uh-huh. it, throw it some some. Okay, throw it, throw a little. Can play I have little, an animal handling play check from you, please? Stick throwing game with the doggy. Are you playing in and out of the uh, playing with the illusion? What illusion? I'm. Oh uh, my there's God. A, an illusionary wall. Yes, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I don't know why Raul hasn't said <laughs> okay. hasn't done to time through the illusionary wall. <laughs> well, because he's spitting on a he's chest. He's busy spitting on a chest. That's right. Nine. Fuck yeah. you, Archie. Right, um, you're stupid. Giving me your your curve. roll twenty chest. <laughs> no, no, no. You cannot compare with the investigation rolls. I specifically invested in that just so that I could have this one thing. <laughs> and squashes right on his heels. Um, yeah, you you spend time playing with Electo. They don't seem to be up for the frivolity this evening, um, but they do at least like consent to grab the stick like once or twice, and eventually they're just like, nah, fuck this, and they just settle down next to you, um, and they just look at you woefully. <laughs> like, this is too cold for, for Electo as well. <laughs> Ral. <laughs> okay, I'm calling it now. You spit at... I die. <laughs> You're calling uh, a mimic. Yeah. Would I be so obvious as to put a chest-shaped mimic v, in your room? V, V, yeah. You don't get to yeah. say that after yeah. the, the, the keto <laughs> thing. This is exactly the thing. I just cried. How did you not know? V, I don't know how I didn't know, all right? I'm, I'm kicking myself over it because it, oh, it was obvious. All three of us are so mad. <laughs> we're dumb and we're mad about it. But, like, you can't trick us this with this one. We're going to call it before it happens on the obvious one, all right? As you spit at the lock, um, you see it kind of, like, land on the lock itself. And you see the, the kind of, like, the spit just kind of hit it and begin to drip down. Um, you do nothing to this lock. Oh, no. I'm going to include Squash in my mischief and pst him over. <laughs> uh, let's say once you all have created the fire, um, things and you begin like cooking or rations, whatever it is. Um, oh, yeah. FYI. So this is day four walking. So you all would have lost eight rations. Okay. Hmm. No, two rations per day. I think I think that's how If you think right. I've counted how many rations I have. 
That is half of our Everybody rations. Everybody started with 16, I think. Yes. It's, it's one ration per day. One ration is supposed to be a full. All right. Then you lose four. That's so you should be down to 12 each. Those bear rations, by the way, that you had from way back in the past, they're, they're de- gross. You are not eating those. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want food poisoning. Um, um, yeah, so you've managed to make a comfortable fire. Um, is anybody setting a watch? How are we handling this squash? evening before we get into the mischief? Squash is going to set up an alarm spell. <gasps> That's right. I forgot to do it three times last session. <laughs> you had and one job. Every single time I realized after like we set up the, the watches, I was just like, I have the alarm spell. What's wrong with me? Damn. I bet that scares bears okay. away pretty good. Uh, how, how, like, are you setting the alarm spell to be audible for yourself only? Just be a really loud noise. How are you setting this up? Tell me what this looks like. Um, uh, I think uh, I think squash like goes out where the um, entrance of the cave is, and like uh-huh. a couple of steps inside the cave, so it's not like easily passable. He kind of draws a line across the ground, and as he does so, he mumbles a couple of words, and he's gonna set up a perimeter that, if ever crossed, will ring a little bell in his head. Okay, perfect. Um, as you actually cast this for the first time, um, you feel like the kind of like sort of around your elbow area, like you can feel like a little tingling of magic and a little bit of pain. And as you look down, you see like uh, an alarm rune has like formed properly on your skin. All right. Cast as spell because I'm not wasting 10 minutes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Um Okay, let's get into some evening shenanigans. You said you're drafting squash into these shenanigans? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'll tell you when you need to roll. Go for it. Psst. Psst. <laughs> so, Rao, you said you wanted to talk? Hi. Are you done with your magic? Yeah, I, I think that's mostly done. Mostly. I think I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this lock is resistant to acid. Yes, that chest is obviously magic. I've been wondering about it, but the lock I is just too. Okay. Tap, Interesting. Tap, tap. Well, um, I do not have the the spell that uh, the spell that Demi had that could open any lock. It was loud, but it worked every time. I guess I could just take a crack at it with my thieves, thieves tools. And I could try breaking it, but we'll definitely make bad magic happen if there is any here. Mm. I'd probably let take me, it outside to do that. Let me. Uh, Should we let take me go it outside anyway? Let's <laughs> do anything with it. I'd rather not leave the cave, to be honest. Uh, let me go through my book and see if I can find anything about detect magic, if I can get, or knock, or anything, if I can get something going here. I know identify. What's that, Lafian? You know identify? <laughs> Sorry, no, I was, I was mumbling. It, it's really fucking cold. Uh, Sorry. What are, you, what are you doing over here? Does uh, identify open a chest? It's not... Well, no, that sort of thing wouldn't open it, but it would identify if there's any sort of magics affecting something like that. That would be a really good first step. 
Is this just magical? Yes, yes. that's instantly oh. made it above my ability to, <laughs> to work with. Oh. Obviously above my pay grade. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. Ah, uh, I still I do have dispel magic. Fuck. Thank you, V. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. If uh, if if oh, I can actually just tell, I'm really super curious. I kind of want Lafian to identify the chest, the spell before we like break it. I just want to know what it is. It only takes me an hour. You you did uh, you did actually see um, Urog cast this. Like y- you were a toad at the time, but you did see him cast this. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I did see Uruk do that. Yeah. Do what? Dispel. Dispel oh. magic. Uh okay. That's that's why you learned it. Like that's why I Ah, uh, you're cleverer <laughs> than me. That's when you learned that. Thank you. <laughs> Alright. Uh yeah. if if Lafian identifies the spell, I think uh, Squash should be able to disable it. Okay. Okay. Uh do you require side points for this? Yep. All right. About an hour passes. Three side points later. Three side points later. About an hour passes. And you identify, if you would be so kind as to click the button. I can't because this is the same problem we had last time where I can't put anything else on my character sheet. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I remember. The reason why uh, we were looking at things you... other than roll 20. Yeah, so with Identify, does it tell you what the spell is, or does it just tell you what the item is? Um, it is the literal identify. It, it literally just is Identify, but Psyonic. I've so. got it. I can drop it in the chat right now. There uh, we go. Tells me all the things. Um, if it is a magic item. Learn its properties and how to use them. Yep. Whether it requires attunement, it does not. How many charges it has, it doesn't. You learn what spells are affecting them. And what they are. <laughs> Fucking psionics mixing with magic, man. Not good. Uh, you learn that it's arcane lock. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, so, I'm somewhat familiar with with some of this. Um. It, this is an, an arcane lock spell. It, you could try picking this. It's going to be extremely difficult to do, though. What about no, breaking I, it? I've I've encountered arcane locks down in the gentleman's dueling club. There is no picking them most of the time. They are usually like they are genuinely beyond this dimension when they lock. But I do have an idea. Could could I want. Could I smash it open with a sword? Possibly, but let me try my thing out first before we beat the chest to death. Okay. I would I'm be so gonna... mad if this is Sad a mimic. Five with the sword, <laughs> I'm like, also going to check something really quick. Casey. What? What? Do me a favor, please. Yeah. I want you to look at your list of spells. Sure. Got it up. Why? What's up? I want you to look at your third level spells. I swear to Christ. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. 
right, I have spells. I never used any of my spells other than smite. <laughs> Zoltana's magic? <laughs> I Arch is just I've this has killed Arch. Like you have so many spells that you could potentially teach the squash. It's unreal. I do. Squash is about to learn a spell. I am doing dispel magic. Zoltana, Zoltana, good. Like listens to you guys and goes, oh, oh, fuck. That's right. I can do this. And like snaps her finger and does dispel magic. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Okay. Like squash was like lying down, uh, like on his hunches. He was staring at the lock and he was like starting to like unfocus his eyes and he was seeing like the weaves of magic and he reaches one hand out and then like Sultana just slaps the top of the box like dispel there you go you can fit so many mimics in this Bosh. baby <laughs> uh, alright one application of uh, dispel later I would um, like to mimic her spell you already have that spell you already, I, oh you want to learn it learn it yes Okay. <sighs> although, although Zoltana is leaning over and like elbowing it, um, like you just see it may be even an unconscious act, but Zoltana's mo- fingers move in a particular way and you see the magic just like shoot up in a kind of like a path now that you can are more aware of what magic looks like and actually are beginning to see it a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just see it moving a particular pattern up her arm um, and the moment she makes contact with it, you see the magic completely dissipate on this uh, on this thing. It was only a level two. Okay. Arcane lock, it wasn't very difficult. Um, yeah. Um, you can now spend an action. I think it's a bonus action now, right, for you? It's a bonus action at this point. All right. You can then use a bonus action to learn the spell. Thank you. Um, yeah, you see a, a little little spiderweb effect of magic um, leaving a room just kind of on the back of one of your hands. Um, you can learn that for now. All right. Cool beans. Um, it clicks and the lid pops open and we will do with this next episode. Why are we here? Why can't we go on an adventure somewhere warm like the desert? No, wait, let's not go back to the desert. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Lucky Die. This is episode 155. Wow. I did not expect we'd make this many episodes. Ah, oh, crazy. Um, I want to motivate everybody to go check out our website it's full of goodies and cool shit and just just go check it out uh and i really really want to thank uh our two patrons falamon and david m you guys are amazing thank you so much uh we would not be able to do all of this without you stick around and you'll hear an ad for gunpowder treason no plot which is a pun that i enjoy heavily thank you and have a great week bye Are you searching for a D&D podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale, set in a world under siege by cosmic horrors? One that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality? To bear witness to a party's struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain, while their sanity frays and falls apart at the seams? Keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, 
The nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot, a 5th edition D&D podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God. And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.